This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills... Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. <laughs> Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. <laughs> I love working class bull hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. <laughs> Well, 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 how do you top that? Episode number 38, that's right, you put a three in front of an eight, and that's how many episodes we've done. <laughs> we are here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right here uh, in the Bucketorium in Sherrard, Illinois. For those of you from not Illinois, it's... <laughs> that's very I'm true. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, Illinois, how close is that to Chicago? Uh, sometimes, you know, you it's can... It's a state next to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you ever, I, anytime everybody asks me that, they're like, "Hey, how close are you to Chicago?" I just tell them I'm, a, I'm closer to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I'm really not, really right? not, but it's funnier. Sounds cool. <laughs> um, we're gonna uh, all introduce ourselves real quick because it's always unclear. We got a we got a packed house right now in the podcast, do. full of bucks, full of bucks. <laughs> well, hey, you know, you some young. Good bucks. thing we're not rutting. There, there's yeah. some young bucks. There's some really mature bucks in here. <laughs> Some immature bugs. <laughs> some immature bugs. <laughs> There's me, Kurt, myself. And I'm Steve, the one, the only of me. And I'm Eric. I'm here somewhat. Marky Mark in the house. Last but not least, Derek. Actually, last but very least, Derek. <laughs> Back there in the corner. Yeah, we we put him in the corner. He, he, he's in trouble for continuing to buy slime. He's got the dunce cap. It came over with this. uh, (laughs) Where's that stuff at? (laughs) I don't know where it is. Dude, I looked at that. I was like, did you not see Power Rangers when you were a kid? (laughs) You remember remember the movie, the goo stuff? Rub lines? He's got this, uh, yeah, called (laughs) Rub Line. This is not what we had planned for the episode, but uh, Rub Line Slime Deer Attractant. It's a wild game innovation. All new hunting tactic. Make mock rubs or treat natural rubs. Is this like a thing that they no longer sell? They still sell it uh, on their website and whatnot, but I was gonna say I've seen that years ago, it. but haven't uh, seen it for a long time. It's it's either they uh, ran out of that tire <laughs> if you got a hole in your tire that's sealed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks that's like. The leftover stuff, or yeah, yeah it's just they they're like, oh, we got too much aloe, man. Let me read the directions real quick, and then we'll get this the show on the road. Find a rub or rub line and take the claw of a hammer or a knife and make a mock. The claw of a knife. Of a hammer, you of ding. No, they said a claw of a, of a hammer, hammer or, or a, a knife. knife. 
Squeezed rub line slime all over the top of the exposed wood all the way down to the bottom of the tree. And uh, let me. Yeah, take a whiff of that stuff. It smells like. Um, it smells like those green apple suckers and they just grind them it up. It smells like that and like green apple pucker. Yep. And drinking with high school girls back in the day. <laughs> That's what that smells like. <laughs> what, back in the day? <laughs> when I was in high school. So, yeah, I had, I had, yeah. Seen, I had seen it last year and then. It was I on thought, sale. I, it was on sale, yeah. Five bucks. I would rather just run fleet. through the woods screaming to scare all the deer away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what the best scent in the world is? When you kill a deer, scrape that icky paste out from between their toes. It's and so oh, it's yeah. supposed to have some gland scent in it. I smelled it to see if Mark's it would. Mark's got all the old school Another secret, brother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll, I'll put it on the tree. and We'll, we'll do a test experiment test let everyone tree, know. Yeah. Put a camera on the tree. And yep. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. All right, pass that around. We'll get All going right. on with the show. This going around. All right, guys, take a take a poll of that. Everybody yeah. get a drink of the slime. <laughs> yeah. You got a chaser? Um, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by – we're always brought to you by our sponsors, but um, we kind of rotate the mentions on our sponsors. Um, we're going we're gonna to lay it out this way. We're going to lay it out in order of the, the way the sponsorship of the show would go on a hunt. So first off, we're sponsored by Clearshot Archery. Um, if you're not familiar with Clearshot Archery, um, they're most known, I would say, for their peeps. Um, awesome peeps, amazing. Yeah, they make great peeps. Uh, peep sites. Peep sites. Yeah, we all know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right here we have the speed peeps, the uh, three sixteenth speed peeps. Um, you can get them in any size you really want. They have the ones that are interchangeable. If you want to interchange the size of your peep on the fly, which I shoot and it's awesome. Yeah, Eric's got that <laughs> on his bow. Um, and they come in different colors, which certain colors. Um, you know, we'll have Carl from Clearshot on to talk about you know what color does for the clarity of different people's eyes. Um, I personally, I had a pink or a, like a red peep on my Hoyt that I was shooting. And I, I, for some reason could not see through the thing. Yeah. So I had to go back to black, but anyway, they're great peeps. Check out clear shot archery. And they have everything else too. Yeah. They've got, uh, they've got quite a few things. Yeah. Uh, stabilizers. Quick attach slings. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Uh, is that clear shot archery.com? Yep. Uh, go ahead and go to clear shot archery.com. And we're in uh, that, point in time where you don't have to add www in front of everything <laughs> yeah i still don't know that we're, we're out of the 90s <laughs> i mean yeah really if you want to just it's it'll still work if you ask add it siri right. if you have an iphone uh clear shot archery <laughs> easy and easy as that and then next on the road once you kill that big buck looking through that clear shot archery peep site once you get that buck in the truck, you drive it straight to Smith's Custom Processing. Or a minivan, go. depending on, you know, what <laughs> or point Subi, in life whatever, you're at. The baby get-on-board van if you're Jared <laughs> Scheffler. <laughs> and the mommy <laughs> missile. Um, <laughs> Smith's is in Viola, Illinois, for our local listeners. Highly recommended, in my Ooh. opinion, the best processing you can you can take that sweet, sweet, delicious <laughs> venison to. Oh, you um, got that jerky mm, back with a quickness, mm. though, didn't oh, you? Oh, and it's pretty oh. much gone. Um, I took my buck in. That I shot that we're going to talk about, and I got like meatloaf getting made. I got fifty-eight pounds of burger from that thing. I'm um, getting my whole back straps. I got to try this meatloaf. Dude, man. I'm getting apple summer sausage made. Ooh. Um, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh yeah, there's. So I guess I can't even remember. I'm getting the jalapeno um, cheddar deer sticks. Um, Did you have any fat added to that? <laughs> I am a 100% American. Don't tread on me, Derek. Don't flag. tread You're on a me. You're fatless guy. <laughs> hey, I, I'm all deer. I'm all about it. You should have so, got like five pounds of it with 10%. You can kiss my ass. Just see where, <laughs> just see where I'm at. That's, temper, that's more than 10% Here fat we right go. There. <laughs> so, yeah, check out Smith's. They're loving that plug. Um, yeah. Great people. Great business. You should just be a good person and support them. They got a website, Steve? Yeah, it's uh, smithsdeerprocessing.com. If you want a phone number for them, uh, 309-596-2728. He says right there on the website, too, just want to throw it out there. I mean, hours during deer season are going to be Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, don't hurry me through this because I'm giving them information. Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And uh, they said there's extended hours during shotgun seasons because, um, you know, shotguns don't leave as big as a blood trail because you're a bow hunter. You know that. Um, <laughs> but there's for late drop offs. Uh, you know, he says call the shop or his cell. Um, he puts it on the website 309-596-2728. 
or 309-737-0616. Uh, he says, I'd rather check your deer in late than risk it spoiling overnight. Cause he, Which he is still, very true, man. Yeah, he, if it's spoiled, he won't cut it. I mean, that's just how he is. And he won't I mean, process anything that he wouldn't eat himself, yeah. too, so... You know, so so that shows what kind of kind of business he is, and he lives right next door. I mean, you know, don't call him at like two in the morning. <laughs> Just you give can. him a call. He might help you come drag it out too. Yeah. I doubt he'll do that. <laughs> if, <laughs> you li- small fee. if you live close enough, like I do, I'll just give, eh, it, give yeah, him a Yeah, well, ring. you're like a half a mile away, so you know you might yeah, have check him out. If you're within a even a couple hour drive, it's well worth it. And oh, yeah. if you go to their website, where uh, you, you can see our logo on the right hand corner, straight on that homepage. Um, Thank you. And for then that. check him out on Facebook. Um, it's obviously the easiest way to catch up with people. And then once so you go, once to, you get it caped out, then where do you go? You take it straight to Creative Critters Taxidermy with Mister Moneybags himself over here, Bingo. Mark Rive. Bingo. Just like Kurt had to do the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I got the Clear Shot experience. I got the Smiths experience, and I got that Mark Rive Creative Critters experience. You're just on a roll. Aren't oh you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a good year. Man. Got a Billy now. Oh yeah, got you a Billy. Got the nanny. <laughs> yep. Got, got the Billy. Billy. All these experiences. Let's <laughs> let's hear about your experience. We'll cut right into it here. Um, Let's do it. So, yeah, going from Creative Critters Taxidermy. Um, we're all sitting up in the stand. Was it? Yeah, were we all in the stand? Mark, Saturday? You, I oh, wasn't. I went Mark was Sunday. Man, I sure was in the stand. I, I was, matter of fact, in the stand. Were you in the stand? He was all stuck. of it. <laughs> Every single waking minute. Well, actually, I took That's two hours BS. off. Yeah, <laughs> you went out like that in the morning? Yeah, and then I came home for. How some come I didn't get any texts when I texted everyone and said, "Hey guys, I shot a big buck. What's up?" And then it, Steve's not I there for me because my phone dies. Incredibly. Looks like when you shoot a big buck, I'm not going to be there for you. Well, my fa- my phone. Inc- did you want me to come out there and help you? <laughs> no, I didn't want that at all. I just wanted some sympathy. I well, no, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let, let's go through your story. You wanted everyone to feel yeah. bad for you, or what? Yeah, because when you got a story, when you said that text, it was a long time, and obviously we found out why. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you thought there was something. So I was like, you know, just, Hey, maybe he's busy checking it. You know? And plus my phone dies super fast. So. Cause you're on it the whole time you're in the I thing. promise you, <laughs> I twing, promise you I'm twing. not, a, not on it because, uh, I don't know where the bow hanger went that used to be on the stand that I was in. <laughs> Someone jacked it off it. Yeah. <laughs> you so, had to hold your bow the whole oh, time. Oh, I hold my bow. Yeah, no, I've got a, uh, a, I've got a rub right here on my finger where it's like really, because I, I have to hold my arrow the whole time. Did Put some a, uh, rub lines. I held the broadhead the entire get, time. Yeah, did you get a blister? <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I, I sit there <laughs> and hold her like this. I had to hold so, my bow the entire time. Rusty, yeah, so, <laughs> so I can't reach in my phone very often. Someone and, took my Realtree Easy Hanger. Jeez. <laughs> pisses me off. Yeah, when I did, but no, I promise you, because like, right, I took my phone off the charger. When I left for, uh, I left it about, uh, I I think I left about four. No one honestly really cares. And I, I promise you, man, <laughs> my thirty-minute drive, my phone not being on it one bit was already down to like ninety-one percent. This is probably the longest excuse ever. Yeah, yeah I know. Over your phone. Who? Yeah, get a new battery. That's the end of that story. Uh, yeah. Or so, get a Eric, new phone. were you hunting? <laughs> yeah. No. no oh, you weren't hunting. in the tree. Too many seven sevens. Oh, I called. Yeah. <laughs> if you check our website, we have our description, and that's the first thing. When you said roll call, I was awake. But I wasn't out in the tree. You were there for my assistance. Um, okay. I was there. I answered. So last weekend was a really good weekend to be in the woods. The bucks were moving. Uh, All right, shut I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> this is me turning Steve's mic down. Yeah, it was good for us. For yeah, those of us that were so, in the woods. Yeah. yeah, the bucks. <clears throat> this is the first. Okay, let me just start. I haven't had any real big shooters. I had a picture of a, a couple big bucks back in into August. But I was in the, sa- uh, the stand Sunday morning. And... Uh, I honestly wasn't really expecting to see a whole lot, but I knew it was supposed to be really good, and it was supposed to warm up later in the day. And uh, my dad texted me about 7.30 in the morning, hey, just saw first shooter of the year over over on the other ridge, and no shot. It actually kind of – it saw him. We had just hung the stand, and he was, like, um, skylined, oh, yeah. and the buck spotted him and kind of took off. And then uh, he texted – that was at 7.30. Hey, just saw a pretty good buck. Um, he busted me. He didn't win me, but he busted me, which is not a big deal as if that buck would have winded him. Um, no one's listening. Um, we are. They're they're passing I'm Keystone lights around the Bucketorium. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Keep going, because yeah, it's uh, more interesting than my story. At least there's content to my story. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad saw a shooter at 7:30, and I'm in the timber, like literally the middle of the timber, and the leaves were crunchy, but they were still kind of damp. I'm like, oh, if something's coming, I'll hear it. So I'm like, okay, 7:30. All right, they're moving at least. 
Uh, about eight o'clock, I'm sitting there. Just I'm sitting down. Got caught off guard completely. Just thumb up my butt, not paying attention to anything that's going on. That's interesting that you had that while you were sitting down, which uh, works, so works better that yeah. way. <laughs> so yeah, it's easier to get along that way. Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting there. I look to my right, and my wind is perfect. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been in the stand. And there's a deer standing there at about twenty five. He's at 26 yards, and I arranged him. And at first, I thought he was a small buck because I couldn't really see his rack because his rack was real dark, and it blended in with the woods. So I'm like, okay, he's like a two-year-old or something. I'm just going to sit here and let him pass through. Well, the deer was just standing there. Like, you know when they get nervous and they just stare, and you just oh, know yeah. they're not going to continue on that path. They're going to turn around and go back where they came from. Well, I looked through my range finder, and I'm seeing him. I'm like, oh, man, it's a good buck. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I can't move. I stand up. He's going to see me. Steve, are you with us right now? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> he's, work, he's working. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm like listening to you. So this buck starts getting nervous. I'm like, okay, he's going to turn around. Once he turns, I'm going to stand up, grab my bow, and draw. Wait, what? I, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> so, th- so this buck finally turns around, stand up, grab my bow, draw. He sees me. Like, I don't know if he saw me directly, but he saw movement. Yeah. And... He was facing away from me, and he, like, turned broadside. I don't know if it was just meant to be, or I don't know if he was just, I don't know. Maybe it's just easier for him to turn broadside and look at me Get rather than. look at you. Yeah. And he stood there broadside to me about 30 yards, and I had my single pin set to 30 yards. And I'm shooting up that back tension this year. So I just start squeezing it off. And it felt like that thing had an 80-pound pull on my release <laughs> because it felt so long. And I just squeeze, 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 went off and just smacked him and he took off into the ravine crashing couldn't see the flight of my arrow due to like the sun rays and the timber and just it, i just didn't you know it's hard i, I yeah. couldn't track the flight of my arrow so caught up like, in the moment so i'm like i either smacked him real good and got him or i hit a tree just dead centered a tree and i was a little worried that maybe i misjudged the distance because he walked out a little bit but when i ranged him he was at about 26 yards but he walked a little way Probably so i'm like he had been 30 35 but you know how they do when they're kind of on to you, they'll duck when you shoot. So I was like, well, if I was a little low, he probably ducked and caught my arrow. So I'm sitting there antsy. I sat there for about 15 minutes and snuck down, found where he was standing. There was hair and blood right away. And then I went back. I snuck back to the truck and waited for like two hours. Called Eric on the way back. And Eric's like, yeah, you called me right away. I'm like, back out, man. Just yeah, wait. Give him some time if you don't know. And I sat there and I called Mark. Out, and Mark being a taxidermist knows hair patterns, knows just you you know your blood trails i'm confident yeah. if you if oh, you yeah. say something about blood trail then you know i just want to get a second opinion because everyone has been in this situation where you're like shoulda woulda coulda mm-hmm. uh, oh did i do this right did i do this right you're always doubting yourself until you got that buck so i sat there for two hours talked to mark for 20 minutes or so i'm texting mark hey man are you awake are you hunting <laughs> i need some advice <laughs> and uh i texted all the boys and no one really had any uh, helpful uh, or encouraging words for me. It was just kind of like, "Cool, bro. Good story." <laughs> I talked to you for like a half hour. I know, but yeah, about but now? yeah, I'm talking in about that, in the text. Steve in that, was nowhere in to that be found. Half, in that half hour, you still had nothing really to say. Is what he was saying. I text you back. I was up in the stand as well, so I'm kind of in my own zone. Okay, I'm like, okay. I'm like cheering you on. You're kind of like, man, I hope he finds that. Trying thing. to be quiet, you know. Eric's at the, the tree stand, like, woo. Oh right! Just partying. I just see, I just see antlers like running away. Just give me a slow clap just from the stand. You're just like a golf clap. Yeah, yeah, doing the crack air. Like, what do you do? Are you pounding a can a of dip can? Yeah, dip can. So my dad meets me back at the truck, and we're we hung out for I don't know a couple hours, and we go back, and it's a little, little walk to where I shot him, and we get on, find the uh, the patch of hair in that spot of blood I found when I checked, and. We start going down, and it kind of, he kind of, like, ran down into a ravine. And I heard him crashing, and then it just, like, went silent. So it wasn't like he ran down and was crashing and then stopped, and then I heard him fall dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're hit, we're hitting down this ravine, and the blood trail is unbelievable. Like, you didn't have to look down for blood. You could look 10 yards ahead of you and see where blood is. It was easy. I'm like, okay, he's going to be 30 yards up here. Keep going. So you think. So you think. Oh, is that way? Yep. Keep going. Every I'm like, time. oh, he's going to be piled up right here. And the blood is crazy. My dad's behind me going, 
oh my god, Kurt, I've never seen a blood trail <laughs> like this. And I wish I would have took a picture of it. And I I'm shooting a, I was shooting a two inch schwacker and the blood all over everything. You know how the itchweed leaves has oh, like yeah. the stem and the leaves on top? It was all over the stem, all over the leaves, all over trees, everywhere. Artery. Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm like. Squirt, squirt. Yeah, I'm like, I had to hit him in an artery yeah. somewhere in the front shoulder or something, you know. Mm-hmm. We walk up, find a bed spot. Blood everywhere. Hasn't stopped. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, walk over to the under this other, like, real short ravine. Another bed spot. Blood everywhere still. We, I was like, let's sit here for an hour. And you could see where he went off. We're sitting on this ridge, and I can see blood which way he went from where we're sitting. Wow. So I'm like, okay, let's sit here for an hour. Then we'll just figure something out. You know, maybe an hour's, hour more is all he needs. Or maybe he's dead already. Who knows? So we sit there for an hour, and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. He's getting close to the neighbor's property line. Let's uh, let's walk real, real slow. We'll just creep along. And my dad was about 20 yards behind me, and I'm in front of him with my bow, with, you know, arrow knocked, released, and everything. I handed my dad my backpack, and I'm basically stripped down by now because it was cold in, in the in the morning, and it got warmer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like in my skibbies. I'm like in my my in long your birthday suit. I'm in my like long underwear, pretty much. Yeah, my birthday suit. Yeah. Spray down uh, with nose jammer. Yeah, yeah. spray down with nose jammer and buck slime and all the goodies, just in case. <laughs> so he crosses this creek and it goes straight, and I'm like, man, we're within 50 yards of this of the neighbor's fence line. We're down at the bottom of this ravine, and he was avoiding fences. So I'm like, he's hurt. He can't get over a fence. So my dad's 20 yards behind me. I'm walking. I look up. All I see is rack. Hmm. He's bedded in some brush. And I looked, I turn around to my dad. I'm like, get down. I don't know what kind of condition he's in. And he looked like he was like putting his head down, bobbing his head up and down real slow. And I stood there for 20 minutes with an arrow knocked with my release <laughs> on my D loop. I actually drew because I thought when I walked up, he was going to see me. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I did. I saw him and drew back. How 20 minutes goes by and he stands up. I don't know if he was just standing to readjust and lay back down and uh, sunk another arrow in him. After, you know, keep in mind, 20 minutes. That's a long time standing there. Yeah, and my back hurt because I was hunched. It probably seemed like two hours, didn't it? Oh, dude, it felt like an eternity. My dad's standing there. He's got his rangefinder. My dad's behind me looking for him in the rangefinder, and he can't see him. I'm like doing hand signals. I'm like right here, like doing 2-0 with my hands, (laughs) 20 yards and then I'm trying to go with my hands. I'm putting my hands above my head, you know, like a reindeer <laughs> signal. I'm like, he's big. Yeah. And he's looking at me through his rangefinder to see what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm like, 20 yards right here. He's big. And so he's just sitting there. He don't know what's going on. And I'm standing there like hunched kind of. Like I'm not standing up tall, but I'm like hunched with my bow like this. You know, I obviously can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> but he stands up. I draw. Shoot. He runs like 10 yards up the hill. Cra- like does the uh, crashes yeah. rolls down the hill right on the fence line oh, and i turn to my dad, dad i'm like dead down down right there <laughs> so we gave him a minute to kind of relax and in the meantime in the blood trail, I you know mark's i'm texting mark and mark's kind of like coaching me maybe like maybe this is what's going on yeah but so that happened steve <clears throat> while i'm sitting there waiting on this deer <laughs> to stand up my phone in my pocket's going did you steal my easy hanger? Yeah. <laughs> He's looking for it, blaming on Kurt. So Steve's calling me while I'm holding, getting ready for this deer to stand up. So How many times did he call you? Probably 10. I, I was getting, I, I was feeling you guys, Derek was texting me, so what's going on? What's going yeah. on? And everyone's like, what's the word? That's why I keep my phone on silent, man. So, yeah. yeah. I normally do. I have it on um, Do Not Disturb or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, let's just wait a minute. Because the deer's the toughest deer I've ever seen in my life. He just bled 100 gallons. And he would have died anyway, but I'm glad I went in there and just finished the deal. Yeah. Um, so that deer's down. I'm like, well, let's just give him a minute. Just I don't just in case. You know, you don't want to chance it. I call Steve back, and I'm like, hey, uh, you want to scare any more big bucks away from me? <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> he probably didn't feel bad at all, did he? Yeah. So was your heart pounding harder when you shot him out of the stand or when you were, like, hunched down? You know, I, at him for twenty minutes. You know, I think it was weird. It was a weird mindset. I think I was my was more nervous in the stand when I fired my first shot because of if he would have just been walking through, I think I would have been fine. But the fact that he kind of was on to me and he turned, I had one window to make that opportunity and shoot. And um, but I think when I when I was sitting there with my bow getting ready to draw from to stand up, I'm like, he's right here, he's hurt. 
I have to close a deal. Yeah, like I'm like, it. if he gets away from me, I'm I'm gonna kick my own ass. You gotta close it. Well, you gotta close I mean, was, it. There, was there really yeah. anything special Think about this about book? It. Really? Yes. <laughs> the whole <laughs> yeah, the whole absolutely. hunt. It was two hunts in one. Is really what it was. Well, yeah. I get a message. I said, well, I mean, you gotta ask it. Was he big? You know? Oh, well, he, after I first shot. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I don't know, man. I, it was so quick and. I don't think any of us, any of us, would have passed it up. Yeah, I'm I, like, I thought. Well, you know, I don't think Kurt's gonna take some another small buck or a small yeah. buck. You know, but. well, I think what I said was he's not a monster, but he's big. Like right. I thought, it maybe at least Pope and Young, like maybe one twenty five. I couldn't tell because his rack is so dark that I couldn't see it in right. the timber. I just you looked just at knew, his body and knew, knew he was, was a, a shooter. Right? Yeah, yeah. And every time though, I think a buck comes in, it always throws your mind off. It does. It you does. can't really tell what's going on because you're thinking about so many other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, when he was better there, I could see his right side of his rack, which he's a big deer. He's a big eight, and I'm looking at him like, oh my god, like <laughs> that G2 is like a foot, a foot long <laughs> at least. And shot him. He went down, and it was just such a relief. I haven't killed a buck in two years. Like just, I had a rough year last year. You had it coming, and and I oh, dude, it felt so good, man. I was like, right when I, he went down, I was like, yes. And my dad came up. He's like, is he down? I'm like, well, my dad heard it all. He could hear it smack. And we walk over on this deer. It's it's on a hill. He's in some thick stuff. And he's like, oh, my God, Kurt, that's a big eight-pointer. <laughs> and I don't know if most people know big eight-pointers, but there's, and there's real big eight-pointers yeah. that get like 145 or bigger. Yeah. Then you're getting into some monster eight-pointers. And It, it my takes bu- a lot to make a – a 150, a yeah, 145, yeah, 8 yeah. points. So, so I got this buck, and I, you know, I'm a measurer, and I, it's hard to judge. And I green scored the deer, and he's a hair over 150 as a clean eight pointer, mm-hmm. and super symmetrical. Yeah, he has literally like an inch and a half of deduction, mm-hmm. and he's got good brows, Long, um, eleven and a half uh, inch G twos. And then time um, goes by, and we're trying to figure out what's going on, but you won't tell us. Yeah. Well, my phone was dying, and, and I was. Little, oh yeah. We get this little measurement. skipping of a Snapchat selfie. of just him selfie, uh, and then a quick glance at the buck, and that was it. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah Derek goes, what? I don't remember what you said. I said. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the five second snap. I could I could see your face, and then like antler, and then it was over. Yeah. <laughs> was like, oh man. He was teasing was like, us. He replaying was teasing it. Us for replaying sure. it. Oh yeah. You got to savor that moment. I called Mark. Um. I think. As I was standing where the buck lay, yeah. I called you, and you're like, hello? I'm like, big buck down, baby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so excited. So, it And was then like, the selfie that you took on Facebook, it was kind of close, and it was like half the rack. And I thought, oh, that's a pretty good eight-pointer, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he's three. Yeah. And then you took another picture sitting with the deer, or somebody else took a picture. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that's a different deer. Yeah, that's just, a whole, yeah. just a whole that's bunch a of teasers. great eight-pointer. I yeah. had a ground growage thing. Like, yeah. I knew it was a good deer. I walked up, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. And I realized when I got home, I had a trail cam picture of this deer. And, yeah. And I've never hit the 150 mark. I mean, I'm... I'm and I got deer that gross. You know, I got a buck that grosses like one fifty six, mm-hmm. but he nets one thirty eight. He's yeah. a big eight with just short brows and a that bunch of junk on him, which is completely fine. Um, but this is my biggest buck. That's you know he's going to measure better in the record Score book wise, than any other yeah. deer. But I he's don't know. a stud. He's just a stud eight yeah. man, and I, I, I'm happy. And I haven't even took my yeah, vacation he's a, yet. He's all right. So, yeah. Yeah, you guys <laughs> haven't seen the rack. The only person <laughs> here who's actually handled the rack is Mark. I know. You were like a block away from I'm my house. Fondling it, it for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a it's a big buck, man. I'm happy with it. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. been like the weekend of eight pointers. Huh? Yeah. 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 Well, Unfortunately, my story doesn't yeah. end that well. So yeah, later that Good same job. day. Congratulations. Thank the you. Golf thank clap, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So later that day, this is last Sunday, the 25th. Yep. Yep. I went out in the afternoon. and Let's hear your big story, Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all buckle in for this As long as I don't cry. Um, Anyway. Yeah, it's tough. I saw a few little bucks cruising early. A couple yearlings came out early, and I'm like, Texting somebody, I don't know, maybe I Snapchatted you guys or yeah, something your like muzzy that. Yeah, or something. Like, yeah, and then I was like, well, I've seen this and this. Hopefully, they just keep getting bigger. And <laughs> ten minutes later, here comes a pretty nice eight pointer. I think he was three years old, and I don't usually shoot little ones either, so I pass and pass. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm gonna shoot this three year old. It's been a while. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you're out there to hunt. Yeah, kills, exactly. Kill deer, so. I mean, it's a good buck, you know. Yeah. Borderline Pope and Young, mm-hmm. close maybe, but anyway, he. 
does exactly what I want him to do. Comes around the field, makes scrapes. So he rubs. was asking for it. Yeah, he was just coming right <laughs> to me like I was calling him. Yep, it was perfect. And he was in the mood. I mean, I know it's only October, what was it, 25th? 25th, yeah. But he w- came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, <laughs> made another scrape. Everything grunting. that you're hoping he's going to do yeah, in your head, he was just following that Exactly. Strip. I'm like, where's my video camera? Come on. <laughs> and then he comes right up the other side of the ditch. I draw back. He's right in my window, which is not really a big shooting window. I probably should have made it a little bit bigger. But you're trying to be secluded. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Because I want to stick creek. out like a sore thumb. There's a fine line See, there, yeah. See, my problem, yeah, my buck saw me because I'm in the open. Uh-huh. So I might have to move that stand 10 yards over uh-huh. where it's in a thicker yep. tree. And that's my problem. I'm on a creek, and then the next thing next to me is a field. Uh-huh. So I just got a few trees right there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he comes to my opening. I draw back. He's facing me. I'm like, oh, I can't shoot, can't shoot, can't shoot, can't shoot. Wait, wait, wait. I'm aiming. Mm-hmm. Then he takes turns and goes broadside, takes a step, maybe two steps. And I look, and I see in my peep, I see the tree branches. <gasps> I'm like, oh, he's getting it, getting out of the way, you know, or getting out of my shooting lane. Mm-hmm. So I panic. I'm like, I said it to myself mentally, there it is. In other words, I'm on him. There yeah. it is. Punch, jerk, peek around the bow. Whack. Hear this huge... Oh, man. You know, I didn't see my arrow either. Yeah. And well, there's so much going on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got those white veins, and I'm going to change from them. But anyway, I didn't see it mm-hmm. at all. So it's the sound of it. I'm like, oh, I had to drill him in the ribs. He jumps like they do, gives a big back leg kick, takes off running across the cornfield, goes about uh, 75 yards, gets to the woods, stops, looks back at me. And then, boom. Like, like nothing takes, happened? And then no, actually, off. I thought when he was running across that cornfield, I thought he was getting wobbly. You know, they're Like lay, he was laying it all down. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. it was a plowed field. They already plowed. So he, was, it looked, he looked like he was wobbling to me. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was a plowed field. They already plowed. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you're so, saying, though, when they stop and then they kind of look and then they bolt again. It's and they that last-ditch like, effort uh-huh. dive that they'll do a lot yep. of times. And you, you usually they do that when you double-lung them. Mm-hmm. They'll run away like, what was that? They'll stop and turn and look, and then they'll be like, whoa, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. can't catch my breath because yeah. I don't have uh, yeah. that one yeah. last shot. And then they'll do that go. one last burst. Yeah. So I thought that's yeah. what he did. I couldn't see blood from across the field, you know. Yeah. So he busted in the timber. So I'm like, all right, well, it's like 45 minutes before dark. I'm just going to sit here. Mm-hmm. Let him have time. Start texting people. Text my dad. Hey, I shot a buck. Come help me blood trailer. Yeah, right. you sent get, me a Snapchat. Get, it was yeah. like, it's like, uh-oh, where'd my Muzzy go? Yeah, right. I got, yeah. Yeah. I got the one earlier. Like, Muzzy's gone. Yeah. And then I closed it, and I'm like, whatever. And then I, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, wait. He probably, did you shoot something? Yeah. <laughs> did you shoot one? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm trying to answer back on Snapchat, and I'm like, how do you chat on this stupid thing? I'll like, <laughs> send pictures. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So then I went to the WCB class podcast or facebook page and start saying i'm just gonna do it this way <laughs> well so anyway damn well, I, short. I heard that you shot one i'm like oh cool we doubled up yeah i think i told you before you went hunting i'm like let's double up yeah yeah you said <laughs> you'll get yeah. one it'll be your night you watch yeah. Yeah. thanks for telling us that <laughs> yeah I don't get to hunt as okay. much so he's where bad. mark was there yeah. for me about blood trail <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway Long story short, my dad shows up. We go blood trail over there. He goes we, where he went in the woods. We start going, and I'm like, ah, it's not as much blood as I'm used to seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get nervous. So we go in the woods a little bit farther, and I told my dad, I said, I'm a little scared, man. I heard it hit ribs. Maybe it was quarter and two a little bit. Maybe it went back into the gut. Mm. And, and I found the front half of my arrow about eight inches in the broadhead. So I thought the fletchings and the rest of the arrow were blocking the Offside yeah. exit wound. Yeah, and I thought that the entrance wound would be higher, mm-hmm. so the chest cavity has to fill up with blood before it'll come out of there. Mm-hmm. So it's plugged on the backside, and if it was cording to, maybe I got a little intestine and it's plugging the hole. Well, yeah, you never know. Will plug that. Yeah, yeah, you never know. You always this is question. how a taxidermist thinks through his blood trailing. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, it's a well, science. That's a helpful it's a thing, science. man. You know the anatomy of a deer. It's a science. Exactly. My dad's yeah, looking at me, going, "Where are you coming up with this stuff?" But the thing <laughs> is, though, like, and that's why I like. That's why you were one of the first people I contacted about mm-hmm. the blood on that on my buck because 
I've been on a lot of blood trails. I used to hunt in a hunting camp with a lot of guys right. and some really good hunters. Right. And I've got to like dissect some really difficult blood trails. Mm-hmm. So I love the I love the puzzle of, yeah, of a blood absolutely. trail. Absolutely, that's the so, best part of it for me too. And, yeah. And then you guys are how old? I'm 45. I've been 28, 25. Since you were like yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I trailed a few deer. Not that I, all my kills and bragging, but I trailed a few deer. And but I, if you can read a blood trail, I mean, yeah, I love it. There's a the lot to reading the, a blood yeah. trail. There is. There's a I lot. Was Telling it's not you. just looking at blood. Aren't you like part Cherokee too? Yeah, I am yeah, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. I was telling you. Did you take that, your shoes no, off I'm not. Your... I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I, you were. I actually wish I was. I love him. He puts his ear to the ground listening yeah. for. I have. Uh, no one will believe this. I'm going to make this real quick. We'll talk about another episode. It'll be a third shift episode. Uh, Pocahontas is my 13th great grandma. Oh, my goodness. Really? Couldn't make what? that up. That's cool. I'll just keep on moving. I'll bring that up. I swear. Okay, to... okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's I, for an No, animated, I swear to God. That an I could... animated character. Is no, thirteenth grade. It was a real hey, person. She's real. She's more real than sassy. Uh-huh. Sassy. <laughs> oh yeah, sassy. Oh, here we go. And you guys want to know who my fourteenth grade sorry. aunt I'm, is? I'm sorry, it's the Derek. weeping willow tree. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like I was size. texting you when you were saying about your blood, I was like, dude, can you read the foliage? Can you tell if it's high on the foliage when he's rubbing against it? Is it mm-hmm. low? Is it this? you know? Yeah, so it doubles both sides. So anyway, we. I told my dad. Dude, it's we should back out. I don't I don't think this is good. Mm-hmm. When so, it when in doubt, man. Yep, back exactly. Out. And you Always. don't the funny thing is I was reminded about how bad you don't want to back out. You want to keep going. You, you know, oh. what, what if he bleeds? What if that arrow comes out and he bleeds a little more 10 yards from now? Yeah. Maybe you can pick it up and maybe I did, you know, you go well, through. Coyotes are so bad. You don't want to always let them and, lay. And you know? they're horrible where I hunt. There's mm-hmm. a 99.9% chance they're going to get eight if you leave them. Mm-hmm. But I just I I don't have that much property. I knew he was going to go on somebody else's ground. I know the people. I can probably go over there, but still, mm-hmm. it's a decent-sized deer. You don't want to bust it and lose it if you got a bad blood trail to begin with. So we waited. <laughs> the next day. That's hey, Derek, just the go out the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, he was over here like short, an acrobat. <laughs> we go the next day. We start looking, and the blood trail actually gets worse. So uh, here I am trying to be a ninja on my knees, mm-hmm. blood trail, and one drip here, 10 yards. Like a hound drip. dog trying yeah. to sniff it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, the deer goes down this. Uh, they had a race out at my house for motorcycles, and there's a motorcycle trail going through this bedding area. Like Harleys? No, like dirt bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. <laughs> okay, be more specific when you say motorcycles. That's true. There are a lot of motorcycles out there. <laughs> you so, ran onto a street track. They were racing crotch rockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in the woods. So he goes down this motorcycle trail for a little bit. I follow it, and I told my dad, I said, sooner or later, he's either going to go up that dike and go to water, because if I did get him in the intestines, or he's going to turn left and go in this bedding area. He turns left, goes in the bedding area. We tracked him, tracked him, tracked him, tracked him, tracked him, tracked him. This deer ended up going 150 yards, 200 yards, and then we ran out of blood. You know, every time it was one drop smaller, 30 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards between drops, and I'm like, it's getting worse. I told my dad, this is a muscle wound. He's not. Yeah. yeah. And so, anyway, I said, let's just do a zigzag. We'll spread out, do Grid zigzag. Yep. So just run up we'll on go him. through this bedding area, another 200, 300 yards. If he doesn't bed within 500 yards of this bedding area, he's, he's not, not dying. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I ended up going almost 500 yards, and on the way back zigzagging, I looked down, and I was like, oh. There's the other half of my arrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, picked it up, looked at it. Wasn't much blood. No intestines, no guts. So, and then right by the arrow, there was one tree he brushed up against. One little tiny drop. So then I got down, and I'm like looking to see how high it was off the ground, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. I read how high it is. Yeah. And it was low. And I'm like, like, be- oh, like belly man. low, kind of, yep. like chest low. Yeah, yep. Like, like, yeah, exactly, belly line. So I'm thinking, okay, I had to hit this deer in the brisket, like by the sternum, where you split the deer open, you know. Yep, that and cartilage piece that yeah, you're talking about. and then yep. the bone goes all the way up the brisket, and I, I knew I, I knew I hit bone because you could hear it. The schwack. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, long story short, he got away, bummed out, went back to my truck. My dad and I are standing there talking. This is where it really turns. Yeah. This is the interesting <laughs> yeah. part. Yeah. Where, where it turns from worse. Yeah. To, if you're spacing oh, out and you're at work listening, Uh-oh. start tuning yeah, back in. Wake up. Actually, that's not true. This The night before, when we gave up looking for him, it was dark. Oh, okay. And I went this back to my truck because I would have seen it if it wouldn't have been dark. But anyway. I go, I lean my bow against the tire of my truck. I take my stuff off. I turn right around and talk to my dad. 
We get done talking, jump in the truck, back up a little bit, pull forward, clunk, clunk. <gasps> oh, was that my bow? I look in my side mirror. Sure enough, ran my freaking bow over, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this thing is like old faithful, man. Yeah, uh, it's like we're, we're personal. Mark, yeah. we're Mark's Mark. popping balloons at 100 yeah. yards with this old sucker. Yeah so, yeah, so Mark did the responsible thing and drew the bow back immediately to make sure everything <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> No, there was no drawing it back. One of the cable... Busted off. What what model Hoyt is that? Pretty, it's a Hoyt Havoc Tech. What maybe year? Two thousand two. Oh two. Maybe someone will be kind enough to donate you one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got one from my buddy Gino. He hooked me up with his old. <laughs> little, <laughs> I upgraded Gino. two years. Oh, I think. Gino. Yeah. All right. What what, yeah. what bow is it now? Uh, it's a Hoyt. Uh, I love Vectrix, it. I think. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is the Vectrix, yeah. man. That yes. was a that was a yeah. flagship bow in the What's day. That one I got there? the Maxis. That's a 2010. Cool. Yeah. My dad is shooting a 06 VTech. Oh yeah, VTech. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. One. Did you remember yeah, we saw that we were watching the the uh, old jury pros versus yeah, amateurs? Yeah. <laughs> they were giving it, one away on a competition. Old uh, Kurt started oh, yeah. laughing. He goes, "My dad still shoots that bow." <laughs> <laughs> was it still still kills deer? Did you shoot Gino's uh, pendulum sight? No, no. Oh, you didn't I even t- try it out. No, he gave it to me the other night, and I took it home, and it was dark, and it was windy and raining. And so I'm you like, ran it over. Yeah, oh. that's what he said. Dude, you can borrow my bow just as long as you – I prefer you don't run it over. <laughs> <laughs> just please. Like, well, right, he didn't say don't well, do Gino's, it. Yeah, yeah, right. Gino's got that new Elite, so what does yeah, he care? he's hooked up. Yeah, run it over, right? What'd yeah, you, he's what? like, dude, you got to shoot it with the whisker biscuit and the and the pendulum on it one time, please. Wait, where, where'd Gino get that uh, Elite from? <laughs> oh, the Bone Shed. Yeah. Our boys our, up at the Bone Shed. Our boys at the Bone Shed. Yeah, what, hey, we're – what, what, up, what are you getting now? I am getting a Synergy, 2016 Synergy. So kind of, I was going to do it anyway, so it's kind of like. Well, this I'm, just made you hop I'm on it. I'm forced to now. You got to do it now. Just terrible, yeah, your you know? wife really can't get that mad. Yeah. Like, so what if your daughter yeah. doesn't have any new clothes for school? Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to have a new bow. Yeah, I came in and I, from the hunt. Yeah, you're older. You come first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never understood that. Like, why do people spend so much money on their kids? Like. They're kids. They don't need stuff. Yeah, they can move off like SpaghettiOs. <laughs> they are going to grow it in a week anyway. Being the yeah. only two married men over here. Oh, yeah. How did that go when you yeah. walked in? Oh, I it, can only imagine. Yeah, it went real well. I'm a, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was probably super in. happy when she's like, oh, you ran over a bow. That means you get to spend more time exactly. with me. Exactly. That's the way they think, yeah. Yeah. So she's, <laughs> The way uh, I think is... Oh God! I gotta spend more time with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta hurry up and get a bow and get out of here. Well, Rudd's <laughs> coming up, man. Rudd's yeah, coming exactly, up. Exactly, dude. I, I guess was your hunting freaking. season's over, sweetie. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. Exactly. You. I'm like, no. That is so, some, that is some, it's just begun. Yeah, right. I'm saying my that's missus. some like sayings like that. Like, you're well. I guess your hunting season's over after you mm-hmm. run over your boat and yeah. Rudd's a week away. That is some. I will probably be like three years from now watching a television program. Like those murder mystery shows, <laughs> dude. You know what? I'm happy. I have my vacation starts the ninth, like you know, Monday through the thirteenth on the Friday of this oh, November. Yeah, but what? My vacation. What the hell is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what that <laughs> yeah. is. It's a union. Uh, I've the... never heard of that. Yeah, I'm gonna get to experience it, and uh, I don't care what my boss says. But uh, say, I'm like, no, what, got... what is it? I don't understand. It's a time off for the rut. Yeah. Um, so I'm lucky Did you get that. that? I'm lucky. I'm going to punch you in your face. Yeah. I'm trying to continue. <laughs> We're over that. Yeah. So I'm lucky that I shot my buck as early as I did in the season because Sam's sister has twins tomorrow. Ooh. So well, now you can sit and just wait for a pig then, right? Yeah. Ginormous monster. Hey, Steve, I'm, of course. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. She's a lady. Don't, yeah, right, don't a say that about her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Lord. You know, it's like, okay, I, I shot 100. She's got twins, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the sow's come. So, like, I shot a 150-inch eight-pointer. Yeah, I have to wait. I've, I can't pass 100 and, I mean, a 130-inch eight-pointer is oh, a big yeah. But now oh, you yeah. can relax during running. Right. Yeah, now yeah, I That was, like, the first feet. thing yeah. I said. Like, the rest <laughs> of us, the pressure's on. Like, we... I never kill them. bucks in October, man. Yeah. Dude, I've I'm killed one you, other buck in October. Ask yeah. me how many deer I saw on Sunday when everybody else is seeing deer. So let's talk about aging deer. <laughs> let's talk no. about how many deer wait, I wait, saw. Back up for a second here. Gene is all about that, you know, high pressure moon phase. Oh, yeah. no. Gene, is, Gene is dead to it. He is. But Sunday was a really high rising pressure yep. day. Yep, underfoot and overhead moon. Yep, it was a thirty point four pressure I and actually, rising pressure. So Kurt actually did some like breakdowns on on all of his. Do not oh, yeah. believe it one bit. Don't believe any of that stuff that you hear. Okay, you so want, yeah. there, I took <laughs> my top cig. 
t- well, my top six biggest Sick bow it? kills um, that I've had experience. They're all mature deer, four and a half or older. I would say. I mean, you don't know for sure until you send those teeth into the lab. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that um, in a minute. Yeah. But so I basically did the date, and I did high temperature of the day, and then the low temperature. Um, if there was rain or no rain, um, the pressure and the wind. I didn't. Where I was doing the weather history, I was looking it all up. You didn't look at snow or no snow. I didn't get. I don't know if it was if it was snowing. Um, <laughs> I didn't get moon phase. Yeah. Um, they didn't have it on whatever weather <clears throat> website I was on. So this is according to whatever website I looked up weather history mm-hmm. and the location I killed my deer. Um, for have you, I, wait, have you noticed a rise in temperature over the past ten years? It's actually such a wide range of temperature that. I just put it in there. You can't even say, like, yeah, this is the best time. Oh, so global warming isn't actually a thing? Okay, so. Okay, just um, just trying to figure that one out. Out of the six bucks that I did this on, four out of six were in the morning. Um, The other two were in the afternoon, obviously. Um, I I just want to say that because that's kind of interesting because uh, if you you go to Midwest Whitetails, um, Bill Winkie's uh, outfit, you know, obviously he has, like, the 250 – Pro staffers, and they have a chart of when they've been seeing bucks. Mm-hmm. It's all and afternoon. It's it's all between five and eight. Which I don't know who's seeing stuff know. at eight o'clock. Just, this is my experience. I'm not. This is just. It's not. It's factual stuff for me. So wait, are you saying bow hunting? Ex- your experience may vary. Yeah, it's pretty much what they call hunting. <laughs> okay, so 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 moon phases. Should they say experiences may vary because. I think they should because I don't know. I wish I I, I should have looked at the moon phases for all these because it's it'd be supposed interesting. to be better towards everybody complains about the full moon, but actually it was a full moon last weekend, wasn't exactly. it? Yeah, because it's, I it's, killed a buck. It's dark near full moon right now. Yeah, I've seen deer. Right I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I've seen deer every single time I've went out hunting. I saw. I may have seen one getting chased by something, maybe a dog or something. I couldn't really tell. I just saw movement. And something that was bigger than a squirrel, like it was, it was off in the timber. <laughs> that's all. I that's him looking you. through the hole in the Arby's <laughs> yeah. bag, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> onion ring. Oh yeah, I was looking at the onion ring. Your peep is an onion ring. <laughs> Clear shot doesn't that make is, onion ring peep. It's a half an onion ring because I get bored up there. But I'm telling you, everybody was talking about like you're, you're looking on Twitter. Not that I was on Twitter a whole lot. But you're why your phone like, was dead. Yeah, right. yeah they're like, watching Drake videos. <laughs> <laughs> the hotline bling. <laughs> jump man, jump man, jump man. These deer ain't up to something. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying I'm to talk saying, about statistics yeah. over here. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm promising you, this is like everybody's like, this is the weekend. Like, and even, like, you know, the people were... Steve, sitting. let me learn you. Yeah. It all depends yeah. on your property. It does. Everything, everything's different. Every herd is a little bit different. Yeah. Every doe comes into estrus Not, a little bit Just because does on Derek's property or Mark's property are going into estrus on my property, those does could be yeah, exactly. a day behind. They could be weeks ahead. They could be weeks That's behind. Because we've, we've had this conversation, too, uh, you know, even off air, where, we're, like, everybody's like, oh, rut is here. Rut is in full force right now. Rut starts Well, yeah, tomorrow. you're on it's Facebook, like, and they're you know you get all these dudes who yeah. get to travel the world and yeah. go all these places, yeah. and they're you know they're somewhere right now. It's different, ever like I said, it could be different two miles away. Exactly, yeah, it literally, exactly, could. exactly. So the temperature range is not anything like notable. Twenty three to sixty six degrees. That's mm. pretty wide range. It just yeah. I. It depends. Um, it all depends on cold. You find anything that really like that. was in common and kind of hit all um, clear. Sunny Blue weather, bird, sunny days. Mm-hmm. In the pre- Blue bird, I noticed too. Yep. The pressure is right in that twenty nine thirty area. Pressure right is twenty nine. The lowest that I killed a buck twenty nine point eight five, and the highest is thirty point three four. Twenty nine point eight five is actually really low. So, but yeah, I don't know if depends on if it's getting a rise right then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's rising pressure <clears throat> because of the weather history. You know what I mean? I didn't think to look at the time. And the weather history, that's what it was on. I mean, maybe mm. I need to go to a better website and look it up and right. gather more data. But, th- um, but this is another weird kind of thing, too. Almost all of them are some combination of south winds. But that all depends on your property yeah, and yeah, stuff. But true. that was just kind of interesting. Because yeah. this huh. is between two properties. Yeah, I know I just texted you guys before Kurt texted me and said, hey, I, I shot something. But I had a little eight point coming in. He ran across the pit cornfield across the creek and i saw him right across from me up there rubbing trees so mm-hmm. 
Well, the deer I was shot was in it and moved well, it big time. Well, I mean, you know, we keep calling them bucks, but they really haven't. We don't know if they've self-identified as bucks. Because <laughs> they could be a giant eight-point buck, but self-identified as They don't as a go doe. by Caitlin. Yeah. You know, I, I, oh, hey, you know what? Hey. hey, there's does with horns. There is. I'm, I'm just, oh yeah, horns. <laughs> but hey, I'm just saying, you know, if you nanny, yeah, not saying that if you do, but how illegal would it be if you ran out of tags and said, ah, well, this uh, buck self-identified as a uh, okay, <laughs> real quick, we got a we got a little over ten minutes to talk about on this, um, and this is, we'll do a whole another episode on this stuff, especially yeah. once we get the testing results back. But we're gonna talk a little bit. Uh, me and Mark were curious when I brought it over to his shop, his taxidermy shop. We pulled the. Uh, we opened the mouth, and we were looking at the teeth on my deer. Yeah, Kurt took my bottle opener away. And uh, <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I was using that buck's teeth to crack beer bottles open. So we pulled the jaw, <laughs> the bottom jaw off my buck, and Mark had a jaw set of um, an old buck, mm-hmm. what we think. Well, mature that, that for sure. That buck was, what, six? I think it's six or yeah, that, six that, or uh, older. It's hard to say. So with my the buck <clears throat> I killed last weekend, we're thinking... Four and a half at least. Yes, definitely four and a um, half. He's missing a tooth in front. He said he had some chipped teeth on top. We think he had yeah. some chipped teeth. Yeah. Um, but what we're going to do is there's a... Um, he needs to go to the dentist more often. Yeah. yeah he's missing that <laughs> more front like tooth. like the deer tist. I wonder if that hurt because this tooth is broken over here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like, what do you think he... I see him come in with all kinds of crazy and... stuff going on oh, with teeth. Bet. Big abscess and just... Oh, yeah, it's bad. See, I'm going to keep this and put it somewhere near the mount or something. Yeah. But... Um, What's that website? Age my deer. Age your deer dot com. So what you can do is they send the front teeth in. Yep, it's the front two bottom teeth. Obviously, don't have teeth on the top. So you so. pull the teeth out, or do you send the whole thing? I'm, in? I'm, we're going to check that out. I haven't done this yet. Here, see if you can find on. Uh, that I'm, I'm on it. Um, so yeah, you take. From our understanding, you take the front teeth out, um, and if you didn't know, deer don't have top teeth except for like their molars. Mm-hmm. So do you want the? Uh, do you want? What you believe, or do you want me to tell you how to how to, to prepare the deer? Yeah, go ahead. I have Lay it right it. here. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so it's a simple preparation of teeth, uh, tooth extract, and cleaning process. Um, it says recently deceased animals. I'm guessing <laughs> you probably want to do it quick, but it says it's you important to extract <laughs> the two middle incisors <clears throat> of the lower jaw without breaking off the root tip. These <laughs> are the incisors, the front teeth? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Where the... Uh, Okay. <laughs> Semen- Cementum. Cementum annuli rings. I know it all, don't I, Eric? You do. <laughs> I'm old, dude. The cement- I'm amazed. It's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> all right, what is this? The cement anal rings? Cementum. Is Cementum annuli rings are most, most distinct. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, easily remove the two middle incisors from a freshly harvested deer. First, cut down each side of these teeth with a sharp, comma, thin blade knife. Then using a pair of pliers or multi-purpose tools, such as a Leatherman, comma, grab, uh, on the top one-third to one-half of the tooth. Pull the tooth out. Yeah. (laughs) Pull that sucker That is a a really long sentence. That's like 35 words to just pull it out. Get to the meat and taters here. Let's go. Grab a pair of tools and rip that thing out. Don't cut into the root itself, uh, just the tissue that surrounds it. Uh, again, uh, take care not to apply excessive pressure, which might break or crack the tooth. Um, the root tip is most important part needed uh, for us to properly aid your deer. And they give you a little diagram. So if your deer is missing those teeth, there's no possible way science can ever tell you how old your deer is. Yet they can tell you so that the is temperature these, is, is going to rise in global warming. It is these real. two front. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. It is these two front big ones. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right there, they, his teeth are loose. Is that just because there's it's, no meat it's on It's common, it? yeah, after okay. you start skinning them and taking them. So, yeah. Mark, you so, said that they uh, they take them in and then they kind of do a cross-section. They do a cross-section cut on them, and they soak them in like a, you know, a blue dye or whatever. And then it's just like aging a tree. They count the actual rings in that tooth, and there's changes of the size as it grows year to year. And they can just count the rings of the so, tooth. And it's truly the only way to actually know. How, How old, old your deer, deer really is. is. There's there's, uh, there's another way we're going to get into here about reading the molars and the wear on the teeth. But So so are you a guinea pig on this? You've never done this. Yeah, before, I haven't right, done it yet. Okay, so, so yeah, the first time. Well, when I brought my day. deer over to Mark's, he's like, I'm like, you think, how do you think he is? He's probably four and a half. Well, mm-hmm. you measured immediately, corner, like, tear, front, du- tear yeah. duct to the nose. Front corner of the eye. 
to the end. And of it the was nose. eight inches. And it was eight inches, and that's big. The deer's got a big head. I don't get a lot of eight inch nose to eye measurement. What are they? What's the average? You think for seven a big, and three quarters for a big buck? For a big buck, seven and three quarters. I and anything that comes in that's four and a half or older has a chance to go eight inches, but. Most of them are seven and three quarter, and it's just a general rule. See, of that's thumb. super interesting. But, so if you shoot a buck at home, yep, you know, see, I mean, that's not accurate to the point, but you right. can tell, you know, how big is your deer roughly? He's, right. If he's mature, he's going to be over seven and three. And seven and three like the, the front of the eyelid, pretty it's much. It's actually if you go, if you look at the very front corner of the deer's eye where the caruncle is, mm-hmm. there's a little bump there. And go to the end of the nose. Caruncle's that bumpy thing in the corner of your eye, yep, pretty much. It's called, oh, yeah. It's, it's a, called uh, a nose-to-eye measurement. It is different than the way they have you measure them when you're shotgun hunting, though. They have you measure from the back of the nostril to the front corner of the uh-huh. eye. So do it all the way to the end of the nose. And then, basically, the way I order my forms is usually it's a seven and a quarter inch nose-to-eye for a young deer, seven and a half for two-year-olds, some three-year-olds. Three-year-olds, seven and three-quarters, some four-year-olds, a lot of four-year-olds, and three-year-olds, seven and three-quarters. When you get to an eight-inch nose-to-eye, that's an old deer, usually, mm-hmm. four and a half or older. But just like humans, it's just a general thing. It's, 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 it could be different yep. for yeah. every deer. Yep, yep. There's no base thing. So yep. we're, we're, we're looking at my, my jaw set, the lower jaw of my buck, and then Mark brought in, he's got a jaw set here of a buck that will— they, you're thinking maybe it could be six I'm or older. I'm thinking it's six or older. This deer has, yeah, severe. So pull, pull, could you, could you send that, could you send that in and they could still yeah, measure it? Yeah, I could still do it, yep. It's it's severe jaw or maybe tooth wear. Maybe you can get a twofer deal. So yeah, what, here, well, <laughs> twofer. I'll, I'll pass these around because you can you're see. You're right, I should do that, Eric. I will. Yeah, might, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do it together. Yeah, we should, yeah. Because it's only 15 bucks if you want to get this done. So if you kill a deer... That Look, looks old, and you might think it's yeah. old. You want to know? Find out uh, for sure. One to two, yeah. or it's, a, it's about twenty-four. I was going to say you'll have to check 95. that because the paper I have is a special paper for taxidermists. Taxidermist. Oh, okay, yeah. If you're going to do so it, so I get a cheaper deal than just about most people. Twenty-four ninety-five per set. If you're going to send one or two in, see three that, to ten. Yeah, your your best deal. That's is, cheap though, in my because you get the cool certificate that certifies the age of your deer. I'm going to pass yep. this around. So my buck, you can see, has the molars have a bigger point on them compared to this other jaw set yep. Mark has, which is. Obviously, from an older deer, it'll be yep. interesting to know because you show me the trail cam pick, and you know just from body composition or whatever, I guessed him four and a half. Four, you said, yeah, you said four and a half or older, just yeah. like what we were all saying. Just because of you know, like trail cam picks, that's what we're kind of going off of. Chest, because we don't all have a. So jaw maybe bone. what we'll do is, and if guys are listening this far into the episode, we'll we'll put some pictures up of these two jaw sets on, and then I'll put a picture up separately of my buck on the trail camera. And if you, if you're listening to the episode, you kind of get you're gonna get in on the trick. So I'll post a picture of the jaw sets. You guys can guess from that if you think you're gonna agree with us. Four and a half or older, and then I'll put a picture up of my buck on trail cam. Ask the age, and then I'll put a picture up of me and my buck, and then ask the age. Yeah, and then see what people are gonna guess at. Let me see. Has this jaw? Has this one that you have? Is that jaw broken? No, it's just the way they grow together. They can do. Okay, so it's like a skull that'll always have a crack in it. Yeah, you could actually take this and pull these two sections and snap in half like, like a wishbone. Wish yeah. 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 All right, yeah. all right, Steve. So basically, right. yeah. The other thing <laughs> is, hey, I'm going to keep the jaw set. Now mine. that we're talking about scoring, what they do, like back in the day when you used to take your shotgun deer to the uh, Blackhawk State Park and get them, check them in. When in, you used yeah. to, have to check them in, uh-huh. they'd have a DNR person there, and what they would do, since they can't send them away, obviously, and read the front teeth, they just read the back. <clears throat> teeth all the molars there's three p- premolars and then there's three molars and they actually look for what's called dentine which you could put that picture of that paper up on two oh yeah 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 the detailed sheet yeah okay. i need to see and, that and they want to look at the width of the dentine which is the brown part of the tooth on the inside they look it's like a, half circles on top of the like molar a, it's right? a line in there you'll see a brown line throughout the cusp of the tooth and the cusp is the highest pointy part of the tooth the wider the brown dentine is the more wear sh- is showing so that means that it's an so older the more, deer. So the more it wears down the <clears throat> teeth, yep, the, the more brown shows. The more shows. exposed brown yep, shows. Yep, the more the points wear away, and you actually start getting into the center of the dentine mm-hmm. instead gotcha. of the enamel. The white part is the enamel. And the, so Which if you've never pulled the jaw set out of a deer that you've actually it's, shot, it's yeah, really it's cool. Really I never have, and it's, it's really this cool. This is awesome. And you, you, know, can, just, you can look it up online, too, I'm sure, on how to age a deer. You guys have all seen that stuff. 
They'll show part of a jaw, mm-hmm. and then one year, two year, three year old, four year old. There was a company that sold like artificial. It was like on a keychain. Yeah, with, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah, which I don't know how. I mean, no, that's probably accurate. I yeah. mean, but the problem is, once you get past four and a half, it's hard to tell five and a half, six and a half. You know, and also what comes into play is, you know, if they are eating grain. Or if you don't have an, a lot of agriculture on you, they're eating mostly mm-hmm. just grass and vegetation. But see, yeah, it's yeah. then they don't wear out as much. You it's know, just or very, de- deer very out interesting west. to me. You know how the because you know obviously they wear down. Um, and, and I made this point before. I mean, you know, could you have more mature bucks? You know, that live and get grow healthier if you know you had like a like a uh, you know how like they have those those. Not like a mineral block, but you know Put stuff that's legal in your state. Yeah, it. but but more like fluoride. Oh, you yeah. know, to make the teeth stronger. <laughs> but obviously, the Scope. stuff that they're eating. Um, I think I mean, the I way they Listerine chew or what? Well, it's, it's like it's going to do it, it anyway. It's, 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 it's interesting because you know you figure animals would you know adapt to survive and. Well, up north, when the, don't the, like a lot of the northern Saskatchewan bucks, is there a lot of corn and grain up there? Yeah, see, no, they'll eat. There, their there is, but not as much down here. Yeah, but it's a lot so, of hay. They put them on yeah, hay in the winter yep, and stuff right, like that. So yep. I think that's why those bucks, you see that they get eight, nine years old. And, mm-hmm. sure. and their teeth look pretty good. Yep. So it's probably the the diet of, like, you know, the corn and right. and things like, like that. Like mule that deer are, and stuff out west, they eat sage and the, just the green stuff. and you Softer. Know, they yeah, they don't. See, I wonder what it looked like a much. Midwestern buck, man. Say someone shot a 10-year-old buck. Yeah, he's going to barely have any teeth. To be honest, I went to taxidermy school, and the, I think the guy had a doe in the pen that you could study. was like either 13 or 14 years old, and he actually asked us, if you feed my deer, please don't feed it potato chips or hard stuff because she barely has any teeth left. See, wow. that is crazy. So okay, feed so it soft to, If stuff. they want this done... They just ask the taxidermy to save. Yeah, the your job, taxidermist right? okay. can save. Yep, and send it in, and then you know mm-hmm. it'd be a little. You know, it's like I said, it's cheaper for me to do it than it is you. See, yeah. it's cool because you get that certificate. And with my buck, I'm. It was such a special hunt that me and Mark were kind of brainstorming on maybe doing like a pet, some sort of special pedestal mm-hmm. mount, and I'm gonna do. You know, when I f- get them officially measured. And have the Pope and Young certificate and the certificate, you know, saying yeah, then his you age. It and make a nice hat hanger cool. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah but I'm going to set just, the jaw set on the, if yeah. I do a pedestal, on the on the pedestal. Yeah, that'd right be on. cool. Yep. It's just, I mean, you know, is there enough clues that, you know, you could tell how old the buck is, you know, with everything else? Or, you know, because you said this is the most for sure way, but, I mean, how far are you really off if you think that? I mean, you could read his molars and you could read his body. When on that paper that I got, it says the dentine on this certain cusp of this second molar should be twice as wide as the enamel. If it's that, he's four and a half or older. But it gets confusing after four and a half. Gotcha, gotcha. I can get you from age one, two, three, and four and a half for sure. But after that, it's just. You're just gauging tooth wear. Well, that's, you didn't have that, to be so mean about it. Yeah, no, that's, like, just, that's, <laughs> like the, that's like the buck last year. Everyone said read their teeth. Why well, didn't yeah. think about reading teeth? But right. all his back molars were there was no sharp points to him at all. Right. Well, then he definitely is older. Yeah. yeah. Right. So basically, all you can do, Steve, is body size, head size, nose to eye measurement, neck measurement, chest, belly. And then go to the teeth. And, I mean, other than g- sending them in, there's no real way to tell. Yeah, and that just kind of verifies I mean, <laughs> your guessing. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, I think it would exactly. just be easier if we could just check their birth certificate. Yeah. I mean, well, you I know, I, yeah. well, some of them are illegals, and they don't. <laughs> 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 Trump's going to send them yeah. all back. <laughs> but my, the other I know he's got a Social Security number. He can be president. One other interesting <laughs> thing, I guess, to the premolars, that's how you can tell a year and a half, two and a half, is they actually lose teeth. The, first, the third premolar... On the on the front is actually a tricusp. It has three sections, but after they lose that, then it becomes two sections. So basically, you can age them because oh, he's already lost that tricusp. Sure. Now mm. it's a bicusp. So he's got to be two and a half. So I mean, there in the first couple of years, there are things that actually happen to their teeth besides just tooth wear. I mean, do they have That's like crazy? You know, I know, I know we're getting <clears> really long, and this would be the last question. But do they have? Um, do they like lose teeth and grow them in like baby teeth and like adult teeth? They or? do with their yep. first okay. three premolars. Yeah. So those just like he just out. told you, Steve. Yeah. If you're That's paying attention, exactly. I'm, what I'm he like, just I'm, said. I'm, but yeah. but like everything else in like the front. Put down the Keystone lights, Bob. The if, front ones up there. 
Like Man, this, this guy here needs a floss. Yeah. <laughs> the front, the, the, um, the front, uh, my <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you, if they fall out and regrow. Funny. I don't think so, but, you know, hey, they guys. may as they're yearlings. You know what I think sure. we need to you do? Know. I think this is going to do a call for another episode, because I think we yeah. could do almost an entire episode right, on aging actually, deer. Yep. Um, maybe a third shift episode. Well, we're, we're at the end of our ropes here. Um, you know what this would be great for? <laughs> yeah, you know what oh, else you amazing. need to do sometime is a big moon thing, a big moon episode. We'll bring, yeah, we'll we bring Gina in on that. We will. There's we'll do that. We'll get we'll get Gino in on that. We'll do. We'll hey, we'll do that as like a third shift, and we'll talk. Yeah, um, right. So guys, real he's quick, wor- he's working third shift. We can take a day yeah, off. We'll make it work. Um, <laughs> yeah. new, so guys, real quick, when we say third shift, we're talking about third shift episodes. That's going to be like a new series we're starting. That's going to be half serious hunting, half whatever we want to talk about. Our intro is. Yeah, that's we're experimenting with the intro from this episode. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like it's gonna, one, Yeah, so it's going to be a little different, though, for the third <clears> shift. Um, it's going to be way more relaxed than we already are. Um, it's not going to be something that's taken seriously. It's just something we're doing for fun, and I think just a little extra content for the guys that listen at work, and especially the guys that do work third shift and that don't get their daily radio shows, and all they have is podcasts to listen to. So we're going to end up doing that. For um, <laughs> they got to listen to us. Guys. I want to have a prep talk real quick because the rut is right around the corner and everyone needs to put their game face on. The Jeez. bucks are moving. Get in the woods. Take whatever you shoot. Take it out there and get ready. Can't shoot them Gals, from the couch. don't feel left out. Steve's right. looking too far into it. <laughs> um, so really, oh, looking out for ladies, looking too far into it. Steve, you're always thinking about women. Practice shooting. <laughs> Weird. Make sure you're on. Take a deep breath. And go kill that squeeze big buck, guys. Hey, squeeze that squeeze trigger. It. Don't just, just <laughs> let it happen. It'll happen. All right, guys. We will see you next week. You know what to do. Hey, before you leave, go to our new our website because we can finally say it's www.workingclassbowhunter.com. Go kill a big buck. Later, guys. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss life on the water. Every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment.